of these things are part of Bidenomics. All of these things are part of what the economic policy that the president has put forward. And let's not forget, when he walked into the administration, the economy was at a free fall. Yeah. So Welcome one, welcome all, and welcome to the next episode of the Paranormal Patriot. Yes, you have just heard Kareem Jean-Pierre, KJP, the worst press secretary in the history of press secretaries, using a term that is going to be regurgitated across the mainstream mainstream media news waves. You're not going to get away from it. She used the term Bidenomics. They are using that term because they really believe that Bidenomics is the way to save this economy. But are, are they really trying to save the economy or are they trying to destroy it? And there's the problem. They're going to tout Bidenomics. They're going to tell you that Bidenomics is working. Listen, we are nowhere near out of the woods with this economy. We are heading, if we are not already in a recession, we are heading for a big recession. And that's what happens when you put all your eggs in one basket. You have nothing to fall back on. But they're trying. You're tr- they're trying. KJP, she said, now, let's not forget when Biden walked into the administration, the economy was at a free fall. I've got two examples for you. And I could go on. I could do a whole show just giving examples. But let's use the top two. When Biden took office, inflation was at 1.4%. Well, Right now, inflation is above 4%. It was 9 10%, which I think was undervaluated, undervalued then, because they weren't going to tell you the truth. You and I know how much the prices of everything went up. So she's saying inflation, we, we, we were handed a horrible economy. Inflation was 1.4%. Inflation is over 4%. It was about 10%. And then gas prices went when gas, the gas prices when he took office were a national average of $2.39. I just paid $3.59 to fill my car. How, how, this is what they're going to do. They are going to tell you how bad things were when Biden took office. But if you have a, a, a brain cell in your head that's actually working, all you have to do is remember, what was it like? What was I paying for gas? How were the prices at the grocery store? How about these food shortages? How about baby food shortages? How about these manufactured crises that we're seeing? Those weren't Trump's fault. They want to they blame Trump for everything. However, it's this administration and their policies that are driving us towards the edge of a cliff. I personally think it's by design. I think they are ready to just... Take this economy and throw it off the side of a cliff because that benefits them every way possible. If the economy is horrific, they know how to cheat. They know they've proven the last two elections in 18 
well, actually, it was more than the last two elections. It was 18, 20, and 22. They know how to cheat. They don't care what they do now because they can manipulate the vote totals. You have more registered voters than you do votes. But no cheating there, right, Joe Biden? More registered vote or more votes than there are registered voters. They've mastered the art of cheating to gain wins in elections. So what do they have to worry about? They don't have a qualm about tanking this economy because when this economy tanks, that puts more people on the government dime. When more people are on the government dime, more people are dependent on the government. Then they realize, shit, I don't have to work. I can skate by here and not have to work a day in my life. That's what they're going for. They want you dependent on the government. Klaus Schwab, you will have nothing and be happier for it. Sorry. No, I'm not going to skate by in life. That's not what life is about. I'm going to work my tail off, as, as I know you are. All of you have. Work your tail off. Better yourself. Enjoy life. Because when the government takes control of your life, they're going to tell you where you live, where you can go, what job you're going to have, how much in taxes you're going to pay. So you're going to take over half of your income and give it to the government. Because... They're supplying your lifestyle. The roads you drive on, the public transportation, yeah, that's all government dime. Entitlement programs, those are going to go through the roof. Who do you think is going to pay for those? You and I. Tank the economy, and the rest will fall into place. So when you hear the word Bidenomics, know that that is them trying to deflect away from the crap that is happening, and it's worldwide. I mean, we're, we're going into a worldwide recession. This is just another term to deflect, and that's all they're doing. And when you hear Bidenomics and you start asking yourself, wait a minute, is it really working? All you have to do is look back to 2020, and you know the answer. 2020, before COVID, this economy was humming. I mean, it was humming right along. Everything Donald Trump said he was going to do to fix this economy, he did it. He did it in less than four years. He had to undo all the crap Obama put into place to stall the economy. Got rid of all those regulations. Got rid of all that red tape. That economy was humming. And then the pre-pandemic. The pre-planned pandemic came up, covid And is it any, I mean, you think about it. How many Republican governors shut down their states like the Democrat governors did? None. None. Ron DeSantis kept Florida open, and Florida was thriving. And the media was just going to town on Ron DeSantis. And they were having to make up fake numbers of the amount of COVID cases in Florida because the the actual amount of COVID cases in Florida were far less than places like where I live in Michigan where we were confined. I mean, completely shut down for months on end. This is all planned. That that pandemic was planned. It was planned to make Trump look bad and destroy the economy. And it did. Both mission accomplished on both both stands. So now they want to tell you, well, we were in a free fall. No, the economy was actually coming back when Joe Biden took office. Because the people in these states, in my state, in New York, in California, they've had enough. And you had to, these governors had to open their states back up. And when they did, 
the economy took off again because we were still using Trump's economic plan. And then Biden comes in and absolutely undoes everything Trump does. And they call it Bidenomics. All you Bidenomics fans, get ready. This shit's about to hit the fan. All right, welcome to this episode of the Paranormal Patriot. Thank you for joining me. I do apologize. I did not do a show last week. It was a combination of literally not having any time to do anything and not feeling good and throw in there the holiday weekend. I hope everybody had a happy and safe 4th of July. Mine was very chaotic, hectic, and it just I'm, I was so tired and so busy and didn't feel good and just so busy. Could not do a show. I didn't have time. I Four or five times, I went, God, I got to post on my page that I'm not doing a show this week and never, ever had a chance to do it. So I had to do a show this week. And this week's show, we're going to talk about the sun. We're going to talk about, apparently the White House hates the sun. We're going to talk about what happened to the Dutch government. Is that a precursor? And we're going to talk a couple things more. So what I want you to do, I need you to sit back, I need you to relax, and I need you to open that mind. I also need you to take off those sunglasses because the Biden administration says you don't need them. You're listening to the Paranormal Patriot. I'll be right back. Sixth Annual Mid-Michigan Paranormal Convention, now at the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Get ready for two days packed with the paranormal, Saturday, November 4th and Sunday, November 5th, 2023. The world of the paranormal comes to life in Mid-Michigan for the Sixth Annual Mid-Michigan Paranormal Convention. While you're there, you can shop from over 100 otherworldly vendors of all kinds. You will see Michigan's best psychics, mediums, tarot readers, palmists, reiki healers, and more. Your spine will tingle browsing crystal oddities, curiosities, paranormal books, art, jewelry, apparel, and merchandise. Meet local paranormal teams, learn more about ghosts and all things paranormal, Bigfoot, haunted objects, aliens, cryptids, demonology, ufology, spirituality, psychic readings, intuitions, and witchcraft. Learn about tarot, mediums. Learn Michigan lore and its haunted history. A weekend pass is only $100. If you want a single day pass, it's only $55. But you need to be at the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan on Saturday, November 4th and Sunday, November 5th for the 6th Annual Mid-Michigan Paranormal Convention. And when you get there, Tell them you heard about them from the Paranormal Patriot. I left him in the summer, but I think I was wrong because I wondered all winter if we had fixed it in the fall, if we could ever be more than just flowers in the spring. Wish I could take it back, think I said something I don't mean. Seasons changing, I miss you so Time keeps moving, but it feels so slow Stuck in this heat, but it feels so cold 
Okay, so here in Michigan, we have roughly three to four, and we'll go four to five at the most. Four to five good months of weather. We are smack dab in the middle of them right now. Our climate is changing. I'm not going to deny that. What I will tell you, it is not by man. Man is not changing this climate. The fires that we are dealing with here in Michigan from Canada are putting out a million times more pollutants and harmful chemicals or harmful smoke in the air than humans could ever do in a year. Millions of times more. But we're still going to blame humans on that. So in the infinite wisdom of the White House, and this, I've talked about this before because this is something Bill Gates has thrown around that maybe we should do this. Well, now the White House admits we might need to block the sun to stop climate change. This is the lunacy that we're dealing with. So the White House announced that it was funding a five-year research plan into one of the most controversial proposals for fighting climate change that is out there. It's called geoengineering. Now, geoengineering, we've heard a lot about on this show because that's basically manipulating the weather. Some people may say that that's what the chemtrails that they're spraying are doing. Now, this research plan will be dedicated specifically to a form of geoengineering known as solar radiation management. This is a technique that essentially involves spraying fine aerosols into the atmosphere to reflect sunlight away from the Earth. Sound familiar? The idea is that once it's reflected, there will be less heat and temperatures will go down. But wait a minute. I thought, we, I thought the, the climate wasn't warming up. That's why we got rid of the global warming. That, that's why the, the whole conversation of global warming went away and it became climate change because it's been proven that the planet is not warming up. So why would we want to reflect the sun's rays? The research plan will be modeled how SRM, solar radiation management, might impact the atmosphere and access its viability as a potential technique used to manage near-term climate risk. And to put it another way, we want to know whether or not we should, be, we should include this in our break glass in case of climate disaster box. That is from the White House. So let's put this in layman's terms. We won't have a summer anymore. We, we, we've proven beyond the shadow of a doubt that the planet is not warming up like the climate alarmists said it would. The seas aren't rising. The polar bears aren't dead. They still have ice, contrary to the new Fallout Boy song. But we're still going to combat global warming? Is that how this works? Again, here's the thing. Instead of looking at the climate change aspect of it, which when you have, you have to think through these things, guys. We've been told that Okay, it's not really global warming, it's climate change. Climate, the climate is changing. You know, the weather, weather patterns are getting more volatile. Yeah, they are. It's because we're coming into a solar maximum cycle, which if you've listened to the show for a while, you realize that the sun is a very big precursor to our weather patterns. The more activity on the sun, the more severe weather we get because the hotter we get, but on top of that, the magnetic poles are moving. So therefore, 
the prevailing winds, the jet stream, everything revolving around how and where the magnetic pole is, is going to be altered. We cannot adjust that. We, well, maybe we can. I don't know. Maybe the government's doing that. I don't know. I don't trust the government anymore. But to sit there and tell us we're going to spray reflective chemicals in the air and reflect the sun's beams back into space, and it will cool the, it'll cool the planet down. Okay. That doesn't sound like a good plan. I mean, let, let's think about this. Just basic third grade science class. We need to eat, right? We need food. A lot of our food comes from plants. In fact, most of our food comes from plants. What do plants need to grow? Photosynthesis. Where does that photosynthesis come? It comes from the sun. So you eliminate the sun's rays, and even if you eliminate them by 20-25%, you are eliminating 20-25% of the photosynthesis. Therefore, the plants aren't going to grow. And if they do grow, they're not going to grow to the size that they, sh that they normally do. Oh, is it any wonder that now that we have lab-grown meat and we have these GMO plants that will essentially grow anytime, anywhere, that's produced by government-funded companies like Monsanto? I mean, look at connect the freaking dots, everybody. I'm telling you, for those of you who love and respect your government, the government is not there for us. The government is there for themselves. They have no problem sending our kids to war to fight, to fight on the front lines and put them in harm's way. How many politicians' sons and daughters do you see that are on the front lines in harm's way? If they have to go to war, if they have to go to war, they've got some cushy office job. So why would that be any different? Listen, there's no, there's no denying Bill Gates, uh, Klaus Schwab, George Soros and their ilk, they want to depopulate the planet. Here's the problem. They don't look at themselves as needing to be depopulated. They don't look at their friends and family. We need to get rid of them. They look at us. Why? Because we're the little people. We aren't of the privileged society sector. So while they're devising plans to eliminate us, they're also devising plans on how well they're going to live without an abundance of people around. The lower end of society, if you will. The dissidents, the dregs of society. It's like we're lepers. Unclean. So how, I, I just, somebody tell me how this is going to work. I've got a lot of smart people that listen to this show. It, I need somebody to look at this plan and say, oh yeah, this will work, Tom. Because I guarantee you, you can't. Again, we are going to try to do something that Mother Nature does by herself. Let's look at the 1816 Tambora volcano eruption in Indonesia, which resulted in what became known as the year without a summer in Europe and North America after temperatures sank by as much as 6, 7 degrees Celsius, or 7, 6, 7 degrees Fahrenheit, 3 degrees Celsius. Tell me that Mother Nature doesn't control us. Look at right now. Here in Michigan, we've had days where you can't see anything a quarter of a mile away because there's so much smoke. Sun still gets through, but it's not nearly as powerful. So you want to do that every day. And what will happen, and this is the big thing, 
they don't tell you what they're going to use to reflect those chem or those that sunlight. Is it chemicals? Is it metal? What is it? What happens when you put something in the air? It eventually comes down. It's called gravity. We have it on this planet. It's pretty cool. So when it comes down, where is it going to go? It's going to be in the air that we breathe, so we're going to put it into our lungs, and it's going to fall into the water that we drink, so we're going to drink it. I'm surprised they're not going to put mRNA vaccines up, in the, up there so everybody's got mRNA in them. This is a way. This, you know, they're going to piggyback this with climate change. We've got to do this to save the planet. Planet doesn't need to be saved, guys. Planet is fine on its own. Nature, Mother Nature does 10 million times more damage to our environment than man does. Just by the volcanoes, just by the wildfires, just by the earthquakes. This is nothing to do with man. This is how this planet works. It's worked on this planet since it was created. It will continue to do this after we're gone. Volcanoes are going to erupt. Wildfires are going to occur. Earthquake, earthquakes will happen. Whether we're here or not, it's going to happen. The sun, our nearest star, that is what's going to raise the planet's temperature. We can't control that. Some may say, yes, we can, Tom. We can throw reflectors in the air, and it will reflect the sunlight. But at what cost? Because not only is it going to cost you and I our lives, because eventually breathing and drinking those chemicals or those reflective microparticles into our bodies will kill us or the fact that you're blocking the sunlight which plants need to grow will die of starvation unless you eat the genetically modified organism or the genetically modified plants or the the factory grown meat well that'll kill us too so we're dead either way until we decide that that's not going to happen we're not going to let them do it it absolutely blows my mind how a handful of politicians are making policies and life and death decisions for everyone else on the planet. And nobody has the balls to say no. But here's the thing, especially here in America. We don't have those cojones. We're too busy taking pictures of what we're eating today or, hey, I'm sick. Pray for me. Getting a response. What's wrong? No, no response. Please give me attention. That's all that post is saying. Listen, we have got to stop idiotic ideas like this. This would be akin to an asteroid killing the dinosaurs. But that would be your man-made climate change. Is if these idiots get what they want and they start throwing reflectors in the sky... That's your man-made climate change. Other than that, we are doing it. They can call it geoengineering. It's a fancy term for man-made climate change. Call it for what it is. There's your man-made climate change. It's the government. Let me know what you think of this at theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. We're going to jump to the next story. Surprise, cocaine found at the White House. Cocaine was found at the White House, and nobody knows where it came from. The White House's story has changed four to five times as to where they found it, depending on 
what day you talk to them. That's a red flag. But the the White House said the bag of cocaine, it was first outside the White House. Then it was in the inside the White House. Then it was in the library. Then it was in the West Wing. Then it was in the high-traffic cell phone drop-off cubby outside the West Wing. And now it's said to have been found in a very limited access location near the Situation Room. Is it any coincidence Hunter Biden was there within the last day or two of this cocaine, dime bag of cocaine being found? Not pointing fingers, not saying it was Hunter's, but what what in the actual hell White House? What What is going on there? Where was it found? Are you just fishing? Um, that one, that, that location didn't work. Let's try another location. Nope, that, that location didn't work. Let's tell them another location. So now they tell us that it's in a very highly secured area just outside the Situation Room. So, listen, and this is not for me. This I got this uh, information from a good listener of ours who I dearly love, uh, Pat from Michigan. Thank you for posting this. But she's absolutely right. This is the White House. It's not like they have ring security cameras on the front door. They have cameras everywhere. Everywhere. You cannot walk through that White House without being on camera. How can they not? They know where that was placed. So all they have to do is go look at that camera over the last couple days and find out who put it there. It's as simple as that. But apparently that is a too far above the White House in this current administration to do that. Well, I'm sure they did that. Let me rephrase that. It's too far above them to actually spill the beans on whose it was. Because in what that tells me, it was a member of the Biden administration. Norton Crack in the White House. Man, started with Bill Clinton getting BJs in the White House, went to Obama who was smoking weed in the White House. Now we've moved up to... Snorting cocaine in the White House under the Biden administration. You will never know. If you do find out who this was, I guarantee you it's just, it's a setup. You'll never know. Because this is a high-level Biden administration official. That apparently, if, if what we're hearing is true, that it's now outside of a highly secure room, just outside the Situation Room. That is very limited access. I mean, literally, all you have to do is look at the cameras. Look at the cameras. They'll tell you who put it there. It's too far, uh, too, too much, too much for this administration. And finally, the last story of this show, the Netherlands. The Dutch government has failed. They are dissolved. Mark Root, or Rutte, Root, Rutte, he is, he, he's basically the leader of the Netherlands. He has been forced to resign as his party no longer can control, or they have no control, and they cannot rein in immigration. Mark Root was trying to seize over 3,000 farms to free land for immigrants. He will resign as the most corrupt, unpopular leader in Dutch history. This is a great sign. This is a sign that the people are getting it right here in america we're waking up in the netherlands they've woke up they've realized that this is not going to work you cannot sustain the amount of illegal immigrants coming into this country and the leadership of that country is trying to get rid of three thousand farms 
so they can put illegal immigrants onto that? They want to put 3,000 illegal immigrants, or I'm sorry, they want to put illegal immigrants onto 3,000 farms that were illegally taken. So here's my question. Where are you going to get all your produce from? If you take, if you take or get rid of 3,000 farms, that's a lot of farms. That's going to hit the produce production in that country hard. But since the government of the Netherlands was so woke, they decided that was the best option. Well, the people have spoke up and they've resisted. And now that government has no control. It's going on in Paris, in France also. It's going on all over the world. In America, I want to give you a couple of numbers here because these are huge numbers. Let me find it here. So we know Bud Light's fiasco. They are down over $27 billion. Their stock has lost $27 billion. That's with a B. $27 billion because Bud Light, Anheuser-Busch decided to go woke. Target. They had a front and center. When you walked in, they had a pride section for kids, for children. They are down $15 billion in market share since the release of their pride section and their tuck-friendly swimwear. Disney has lost $900 million on its last eight studio releases that were becoming more and more, quote-unquote, woke. And now, Ben & Jerry's, the ice cream, their parent company has lost nearly $2 billion in market cap since their July 4th. Today is the 8th. Four days, Ben & Jerry's has lost four, I'm sorry, $2 billion because they tweeted on their July 4th, on July 4th, they tweeted on their company page about Stolen indigenous land. People in this country, and I believe people across the planet, are waking up to the ridiculousness of being woke. You can't be woke. You can have your thoughts. You can have your feelings. It's just like being a teacher. If your children, if your students know what your political affiliation and your views are, you are not a teacher. If you are teaching children anything less than high school about transgenderism or being gay or anything like that, you are not a teacher. You are a predator at that point, as far as I'm concerned. People are starting to wake up. And the funny part is it was great. It was okay. It was the best thing in the world when the Democrats were, were boycotting conservative companies, My Pillow. Look at what my pillow was. They were almost done because the woke media and the Democrats boycotted them. But when the conservatives boycott them, oh my gosh, look at Aunt Jemima, look at Uncle Ben's, look at Landa Lakes. We removed the Indian off of the off of the butter. We didn't. We we took the black guy off of Uncle Ben's. Aunt Jemima, nope, can't do that. Even though Aunt Jemima became a multi multi millionaire because of that. She was fine with it. It was okay for the left to do that. But when the conservatives, when the right side of the aisle decides, I've had enough. I've had enough of this stuff being shoved down my throat. Then it's a problem for the left.
then it's a problem for the media. How dare they? How dare they? Do they know what they're doing to these companies? Yes, the same thing that you did to conservative companies. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid for the future of this country, but at the same time, I'm almost feeling a little bit of optimism. The first bit of optimism I've felt in a long time in this country. We may be turning a corner. I've always said the Democrats are going to overplay their hand, and I believe they did. This woke media, this woke every other commercial you see has a gay couple, has two guys or two girls kissing, has an interracial couple just shoving it down our throats. Listen, if you're gay, if you're interracial, I don't care. Just don't shove it down my throat trying to make it normal, trying to normalize it, trying to desensitize us to it. People have had enough. And on that note, I've had enough on this show. I'm officially tired and not feeling well and ready to call it a show. And I appreciate you listening and I appreciate your patience. I appreciate all the kind words everybody's given me. But let's get back to the show. I mean, honestly, what do you think about Bidenomics? What do you think about this ridiculous idea of blocking the sun? What do you think about the Dutch government collapsing, essentially. And what do you think about wokeism? I mean, honestly, what do you think? Are you done with it? I mean, is it does it offend you at this point, or are you just like, eh, whatever? Contact me. I want to hear both sides of the story. Contact me at ghostseeker4 at charter.net. Again, ghostseeker4 at charter.net. Okay. This will be what I'm going to say now is going to go forward for every show. I hope and pray that I feel good enough and have time to do a show every week. But please, please bear with me. I'm going through a lot right now. I don't, I don't even know what I'm going through. I just don't feel well. And I'm struggling. I thought I had it under control. I thought with the surgery I had in January, everything would be fine and dandy. And I feel worse now than after the surgery. I just don't understand it. But we're going to get through this one way or another. I'm going to make it through it or i'm just gonna you know, let's be honest i'll die I mean, I mean let's be honest there's two options here i don't want to persevere like this this is not fun so thank you for listening thank you for joining me this week please contact me if you have any questions any comments any concerns any show ideas contact me at go or i'm sorry the paranormal patriot at yahoo.com Should've seen it coming, knew the checks would bounce